Hello, welcome everyone to Deep Soul Divers Astrology. I'm your host, Carmen Turner Schott, and we are here today to talk all about Venus, the planet of love and relationships in astrology. And I'm very excited to have a fellow guest on, uh, an astrologer named Eloise Lachure. I'm going to go ahead and welcome her on, and I'm going to read her bio. Uh, so she first started studying astrology, you know, through teen magazines and later discovered the book Sextrology by Starsky and Cox, which made her feel curious about astrology besides reading magazines and horoscopes. Later, she found her moon in Sagittarius and Venus in Scorpio signs, and that sent her down the rabbit hole of falling in love with astrology for many years. She's been fascinated with why people behave the way they do. And she knows that astrology is a, an ultimate tool of self-awareness. She graduated the master's in human behavior and organizational psychology. And you can find out more about her as we're talking today, but, and follow her Instagram page, the Mercurial Earth Astro, which is why I was drawn to you. So welcome Eloise to the show. Thank you, you for having me on. <laughs> this is so amazing. I, I, I was really drawn to you, you know, because of your Instagram title, because, you know, we both are Virgo. We find this out. We're both Virgo, Sun, and Mercury, and 12th house, Sun, and Mercury yeah. uh, people. So, and the Virgo energy, you know, and I, I knew, oh, she has to have strong Mercury somewhere, you know, to to call herself the Mercurial Earth Astro. I love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> so it's awesome. So I thought today, you know, we might have some callers. Um, we stream into my YouTube and the Facebook groups and stuff. So I'll watch the chat, you know, as we're going through the show, but I thought, you know, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, and, and why Venus is such a cool planet to you, you know, and what, what you like about Venus. Well, Venus is a cool planet for me because I'm a Libra rising. So I am ruled by Venus. So Venus dictates my life and my chart and also uh, relationships. I mean, um, everybody from friendships to romantic relationships to co-workers, Venus kind of, you know, some somehow gets involved. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I love Venus so much. It's like once you know someone's Venus, that's yeah. how you can know how to uh, love them, get to their soft spot. Yes, <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. And, you know, for a lot of folks listening, a lot of people know Venus, but there might be some that don't know, uh, you know, where their Venus is. And so I always tell people, you know, as they're following along, you can go to astro.com. You can go online and get a free birth chart wheel. You just need your your date, year, time, place of birth. As is the time is very important to really get an accurate uh, astrology natal chart. And then you can see, you know, Venus um the, it's like a little circle with a little uh plus sign underneath it that's yeah. the symbol and and you can see what house it's in what sign it's in and today we're going to talk about the basics and so I'll, you know I'll let you start let's start with Aries you know uh, Aries starts the zodiac what is your what is your experience with Venus and Aries people and then I can share as well funny enough being a Libra rising and then looking across the aisle to the seventh house, I have a lot of Aries people in my my life. Yeah. And even my husband, who's a Venus and Mars in Aries. Oh, you're married <laughs> and, to one. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> and my best friend is also a Venus in Aries. So 
I've seen it <laughs> come through. Um, I think with them, the best thing is is just to love them who, however they are yeah. and not kind of just try to dim their light in any kind of way. Like just love them how they are. Yes. Don't try to smother the fire because then you'll get the Aries come out. <laughs> yeah, the anger, the, that, that the, temper. They have a little bit temper. of temper. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also something with them that's like very, I don't want to say childlike, but like very sparkly. Yeah. Like they get so excited about new things, excited about new relationships. It's yeah. almost like like puppy love. <laughs> <laughs> when they find someone <laughs> they are they they are to me they see they're just very romantic people mm-hmm. uh, I'll say my uh two my first true love and then I say another very serious relationship I had year many years ago before I was married they both had Venus and Aries and and I'm really drawn to them you know because I have the moon in Aries in in my eighth house and so there's something about them and and I like them because they're they're kind of bold they're courageous, they're blunt, they tell you how they feel. They're very affectionate and passionate and sensitive, you know, emotional. I mean, they're very loving. They got that that loving but take charge kind of side in a relationship. And and I just think they're I, I like them. I'm attracted to it, you know, to that Venus and Aries for sure. Um, and I can kind of sense it, you know, when someone has Venus and Aries, or um, because I can see because they're very motivated. They're kind of like optimistic and positive and like you said, like a like a child in a way where, you know, where they see the good and they believe in themselves and they believe in love. Right. And they need that excitement and love. You know, I think uh, I don't know if you you know, you feel this way, but I find sometimes Venus and Aries get a bad reputation of being um, hard for them to commit or being kind of the um, the heartbreaker, you know, so to speak. <laughs> yes, but I think it's more so because they get so ex- the. I always say this, uh, like the best thing for Venus and Aries to do yeah. is just to be their direct selves up front right in the beginning. Yes. Because, you know, sometimes the emotions take over and then once you catch the person, because I feel like there's sometimes a little bit of a chasing thing going on there too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they like a challenge <laughs> they like a challenge so more of a challenge for the better but then once you catch them it's like oh well is this actually what I want but yeah. <laughs> at least with what I see with Venus with Aries that they're very direct so I don't think they're gonna leave you even if they're in the heartbreaker mode <laughs> they're not gonna ghost or disappear like you're gonna know what's gonna happen what's happening yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty truthful and honest and uh and we got some folks in the chat welcome we're talking about venus and aries and mm-hmm. and how passionate they are and and they can be a little impulsive i think sometimes and they act you know they they can go on their gut and sometimes they can get hurt by that too you know they're i think you know the love nature is a very vulnerable area you know wherever venus is i feel like we have to kind of guard our heart a little bit, you know, whatever mm-hmm. sign it's in and, and whatever house it's in. So, no, I love it. You know, and anything else you want to share about Aries and then we can go through and just talk about all 12 of them and and, and we'll go through the houses at the end. You know, that's yeah. my plan. When they fall in love, they're completely devoted. Yeah. Uh, that's something I've seen like with Venus and Aries. Once 
once they figured out that, oh, wow, this is a great relationship, we're actually matching, they're 100% in. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and they, um, so this Sandra says she's Taurus on Aries cusp. This speaks to her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to, not to be attracted to a Venus and Aries because they are so, um, just, I don't know, there's some, there's just a, an air about them, you know, a romantic, um, mm. belief in love and they want to feel love and they like newness. I think that's yeah. the thing. They like to do new things with the people they're in a relationship with, you know, and I know you're married to one. They probably, they're on the go a lot and they like excitement and, you know, sports and competition and, Hey, let's go do this together. Let's go skydive. Let's go do, a, um, you know, those rooms where you have to escape, escape rooms, <laughs> you know, exactly. probably all kinds of stuff like that. That's, you know, exciting, you know, cause they Travel, love all adventures. Yeah. Adventure, adventure, <laughs> very much adventurous. And, and 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 then you know when you get into Taurus Venus, it's a very different energy, you know, because it's that you know. Well, we also could say uh, while we're talking that you know about the elements, you know, because uh, Venus and Aries is a fire, fire element. Mm -hmm. And then as you get into Venus and Taurus, we have that earth, that earth and stable, comfortable energy. You know, what's your opinion of Taurus Venuses? What have you seen in your in your practice? I feel like it's really simple to love them. <laughs> like they're very simple. Like when they're in love, it's, they love the stability, a reliable partner. Yes. Maybe somebody who's a little bit more predictable as well too. I, I yeah. couldn't imagine like a Venus and Taurus with somebody who is kind of off the wall. You just don't quite kind of know where you stand. Like somebody yeah. who's kind of predictable and also someone who, um, is on the same wavelength as them of how they want to live as well. Yeah. I mean, Taurus is a money sign. I, I I always say that like Taurus is a money sign. So yeah. if you match up to them on how they would like to live, they'll love you. <laughs> yes. They like nice things. Venus yes. and Taurus is like, you know, flowers and chocolates and gifts. And, and I think remembering special occasions is kind of sentimental, you know, to me, Taurus is one of the most sentimental signs where they're really attached to the past and, you know, and their heart, you know, so like pack rats, like they may save their little movie ticket stub from the first date, right. And have a scrapbook mm -hmm. of all the cards you gave them. Right. Um, you know, to me that that's that Taurus energy. They, they're very, very uh, connected and attached to people that they love and it can be hard for them to let go. I think sometimes, you know, and I find that they can be a little possessive sometimes, you know, uh, that they, you know, not in a, not in a jealous way, not, you know, so much like that, but like they want to be around you and they want to spend time and they want to know that you're loyal to them and cause they're loyal, you know, loyal in relationships and commitment. I feel like Taurus Venuses need commitment from someone, you know, Yes, I, I absolutely. I also I couldn't see a Venus and Taurus in a what people are calling these days a situationship yeah. <laughs> or or something that's not uh, that doesn't have like firm boundaries. I, I look at Venus and Taurus like, what are we? What are we doing? What is our title? Like, I, I feel like they need that. And I agree with you on the possessiveness part. And yeah. you know, when we get to Scorpio. A little bit different but it's kind of on the same seesaw but it's like that kind of physical possessiveness 
and just kind of almost, I don't want to say like you're a thing, but it, you're part of their thing a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I find they give the greatest gifts and when they're in a relationship and, and, and I've known a lot of them and, and a lot of them tell me too, like, I think touch is so important to them. They're very, you know, the senses smells and perfumes and people that are, um, you know, things like affection. I feel like, you know, Taurus energy is very affectionate. They like to hug you and, and hold your hand and, you know, and and go out to dinner somewhere nice have the candlelight you know they're very it, rom- i want to say they're practical romantics i think where aries yeah. is more of a romantic and you know true romanticism i think they are more of a practical kind of approach but uh i find that they they're very they love to hug i had a friend in in college and i always remember this he was a taurus sun taurus venus taurus mercury taurus uh on the seventh house wow. And, and he was just my friend, but I always kind of thought he had a crush on me, but you know, we never dated or anything, but every day he'd come, my door would fly open in the dorm and he would come in and he would just hug me and then he would leave. And he was just, he just go around hugging everybody, you know, that he just, he liked that, that, that touch, that affection. He just hug, you know, and then he'd hug you and, or pat, touch your shoulder or pat your back. You know, they, they like, that's how they show affection, you know, in some way. Um, I, I, I find that interesting. We got, we got, uh, some people watching and, uh, oh. I told them to call in now we'll see, no one's called in yet, but, um, what else, what other tips, like what are some things with Taurus Venus before we move on to Gemini Venus? Security oriented, yeah. security, security, security. And I think that's when a lot of those cliches with Taurus come into play, like, oh, the food, the luxury, or, you know, like the common things attributed to Taurus. But I think it all relates back to feeling secure, knowing your relationship is solid. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, and then one thing I'll add, I think it's, I, they can be a little bit strong-willed and stubborn at times too. Yeah. Like wanting Absolutely. things their way, you know, sometimes because it's, they're that fixed earth, you know, I find that, mm-hmm. you know, they're in love sometimes you know, they can be a little shy and they're very patient and, and they also kind of want things their way, you know, if they made their mind up. Um, you know, my husband has a uh, Taurus rising, but he's got, he's got his, uh, his moon in the second house. So he's got that a little bit of Taurus going on and uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting. You've got to kind of, you know, c- try to convince them. It takes a little time for them to maybe change their mind or their heart when they make their, <laughs> when their emotions yeah. set, their feelings it's hard to get them to, to come, you know, make a big change um, and things like that. So um, what do you think about, yeah, strong-willed? Somebody said very strong-willed. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and very know what they want kind of person, I think, yeah. really in love, which I think is nice because, you know, when you're going to give your heart to somebody, you want to know what's going on and you want to know all the good and bad and what might happen. If, if, and they're going to, you'll know with them because they're just very um, honest and stable kind of approach. Um, mm-hmm. where, where we're going to, when we look at Venus and Gemini, to me, they're a little bit more unsettling. And I feel like I don't know what they're going to do. And they can just switch their feelings real quick, you know? And so, yeah. what's your opinion of, of Venus and Gemini? Flirts of the zodiac, very flirty. <laughs> yes. 
like yeah. sometimes when you see like a flirty or very outgoing like Taurus or an outgoing Cancer, it's like I wonder if they have Venus and Gemini <laughs> because love they love like the banter wit. Yes. Also, I think this is one of the Venuses that sometimes get a little bit of a bad rap <laughs> online. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because just like with Aries, I think they just need to be upfront. Uh, they don't like to be bored. You need to be with someone interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And somebody right. intelligent. Yeah, yes. intelligent. <laughs> yeah, they get, they can get bored easily. And I think um, uh, Sandra says, ask, I'll move the sun and moon, demand the hell will freeze over first. So, <laughs> so with Taurus, <laughs> Venus, yeah. So they, I like that, Sandra. Um, but yeah, the Venus and Gemini to me, um, I just click with them. And I think it's because I have so much Virgo, you know, Virgo, I'm a Virgo Venus. And my Mars is in Gemini and my Midheaven. And so I tend to click with them mentally. And I like how I can talk with them and communicate. And but I dated one and and he just could not commit at the, you know, he just he just um but he but the thing I, that's different with Aries, I think Aries is pretty blunt and honest and even too too straightforward at times where they won't lie. They'll tell you the truth. Where I think Jim and I worries about upsetting you so they don't always tell you exactly what is going on until there's a change. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute, I thought we were like gonna move in together. Well, no, I changed my mind. You know? And so um I dated one and I gotta say though, mentally it, you know, it was just very nice to the conversation. Um, but they just, they made it clear to me, they like their independence and freedom and, and they need, and I have too much earth. I think it probably drove them crazy because I think they really need somebody that lets them be themselves and, and have that, that autonomy and, and be able to pursue other relationships because I find that they like to date two people at one time, you know, the, it, and, and not that, and they may tell you, Hey, I'm, I don't want a commitment. You know, I just want to date. And I'm dating some other people as well, but hey, I like you and and let's date. And you know, they like that variety. I feel like they can get a little restless when they feel things get stale in a relationship, mm -hmm. you know. Um, they want to spice it up, they want to, you know, change something or have someone that is a a little bit of a mental uh sparer, you know, they like to mm -hmm. argue and talk and and debate a little bit, you know, a little yeah. bit of a challenge. Yeah, I love it. Uh, if you agree with the Venus and Jim, and I feel like sometimes they don't like it when you always agree with them, they get bored. If you're like, no, yeah. I don't agree with you, they're like, ooh, like, you know, they kind of like people that that make challenge their mind, you know. They like people who are like a little mysterious to them too, because they're yeah. another one who likes, I think it's like with the Gemini's liking puzzles. Um, so yeah. a little mysterious, I have in, in the past, been around Venus and Gemini's and I agree with you as well too like yeah. uh mentally it's like very an attractive sign mentally like they'll come up to you they have the witty banter yeah. um but they're a little bit I feel like they're looking for something a little bit more light-hearted I'm a Venus and Scorpio so um oh, I can't <laughs> wait to get that sign and Venus yes. we're, we're going I can't wait yay I love Venus yeah. so mentally yes but um uh, emotionally I think they're a little bit more on the colder side of it 
So being with somebody who's overly emotional or clingy, oh, no clingy people for Venus and Gemini. They'll run. They'll run away from you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you try to possess them, like, because, you know, oh, yeah. they're the air, they're the air element. So an air Venus, I find they really need uh, to be able to come and go and have their freedom and feel feel free. Even if they're in a relationship or married or commitment, they need someone that doesn't question them all the time and kind of lets them, you know, do their thing, you know, and trust and trust them. And mm -hmm. if they don't have that, yeah, they can, they're not going to like that whatsoever. And and they're kind of like, you got to be able to keep up with them. I find like a Venus and, and a Gemini likes to be on the go. They mm -hmm. like to be social. And so my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm a Virgo and I'm a 12th house son. So I like to be home and I, mm -hmm. I don't like a big group of people. <laughs> I like small group. I don't want to be out in a pub or a bar or, you know, even a concert. It can be difficult, but I love, I love music, but I rather be, you know, just with my person or in my house and they are going to want you to, Hey, come meet my friends. Let's go here. Let's go there. You know, they're going to want you to be on the go with them. And mm -hmm. if you're not like an active person, it might be a little challenging because you're like, man, can't we just stay inside and stay home? <laughs> you know, but they like to network, you know, and, yeah. and, and flirt and have fun and laugh and be witty and introduce you to their friends, you know, because mm -hmm. I find too, I don't know if you, if you found this just through doing charts through the years that a lot of Venus and um, Gemini folks, they tend to fall in love with friends, you know, people that start out yes. as friends first yeah. I feel like it's their way to like check you out first because yeah. when you're a friend there's no there's not that added commitment as well too that you have to somebody who's like romantic yeah so they want to bring that friendship in yeah but if you're somebody who has a little bit more going on in your chart and that changes that can confuse them and then make them run away um exactly. but I, I think the best thing for anyone who is having or, or trying to have a relationship with a Venus and Gemini is just to have your own life seem yeah. interesting, almost like you're not dependent on them at all. Like you have a full life with full friends yes. and you don't have to have them next to you. And I think they appreciate that. As well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think so too. And so what do you, what do you think about Venus and cancer? Let's talk about Venus wow. and cancer. They're so loving nurture like cliche motherly almost but they're they kind of are even with friends it's just yeah. so nurturing they have like that vibe that's calm but yeah. I feel with them like they also need to have that reliable predictable stable person with almost like a Taurus a Venus and Taurus uh just to feel emotionally safe yes. like I, I couldn't imagine I keep saying that I couldn't imagine, but I couldn't imagine a Venus and Cancer yeah. with somebody who is flighty, um, who's not home when they say they are supposed to be home. Like I, I with Cancer, I feel that it's also just because it's ruled by the moon, sure. it can take their mental somewhere. It doesn't need to go if if their partner is not um, kind of a bit on a routine. Sure, and a little bit of a homebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The homebody thing. I, I find like that Venus and cancers like to take care of people that are sick or have problems as yeah. well. And like, if they like to be needed, I think mm -hmm. that they need to feel like when they're in love, that their partner needs them and that they can, 
um, help them in some way, you know, and sometimes I find that sometimes they give, they give a lot and they are, you know, that nurture, that caretaker, and then they got to learn to do self-care and, and give themselves love too, you know, cause they're kind of always giving and helping other people. And, and so finding that balance too, but yeah, they have a very, the water, you know, so they're a water Venus. So that water element makes them very intuitive, very um, empathic, emotional, sensitive, and caring. And they can kind of sense if something's wrong with their partner. And, and they also mm-hmm. have a little bit of worry of a worrier. You know, they're kind of like Virgo. I always uh, like a Virgo Venus because uh, we worry. And our Virgo worry to me is more intellectual, like more mental worry, um, anxiety. And then uh, cancer worry, a cancer Venus worries about the safety of people. Are they okay? Are they feeling okay? You know, and and kind of worries about uh, everyone in their life that they love, you know, and uh, they're kind of that, that mother hen too. They can kind of be a little bit possessive, I think sometimes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, an Aries or a Gemini, they may, you know, they may not like, you know, you can start seeing, you know, these, the energies of the elements kind of play out, you know, um, so they would do good with someone that appreciates um, someone watching and asking them and being involved in questions and, and things like that. And I feel like they, they're very, very, um, I don't say mind readers, but they're very uh, psychic and intuitive you know, and when they're in love with kind of knowing when something's wrong with their loved ones, you know, kind of being in sync, I guess, with people, but definitely they're going to want to stay home. You know, we talk about how Venus portrays out, you know, we can look at the houses later, but they're kind of like, want to be home with you on the couch, watching a movie or Netflix and cuddling and making dinner uh, and just having you to themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think um versus that gemini venus that wants to go out and share you with the world and meet everybody right and introduce you so it's funny how it all plays out um what do you think about uh venus and leo one of my faves when you see it (laughs) (laughs) favorite tell me why (laughs) glamour like yeah, um, Venus and Leo. That's not glamorous. It's not living their life. Like <laughs> they need to enjoy. Be bold. Let people see you. Yeah. I feel like them in love. Also loyalty. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> with Leo, I couldn't imagine. I, I couldn't see a Leo staying with someone who was cheating on them or or wanted to have that kind of like multiple partners. No, I, complete loyalty and devotion to them. Also someone who adores them and let them know, tell them they're beautiful every, you know, other day. Why not? <laughs> yes. And um, also, I, I just, I, I think they just have to be mindful of not being with anybody who tries to smother their fire as well, too. Because yeah. it's the sun rolls. So you don't want someone coming in and, and stepping on your sun, throwing water on your sun there. Yeah. Let them shine. Let them shine. I, 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 mm-hmm. the, the Venus, uh, Shauna says her husband and daughter both have Venus and Leo. Yeah. And I had some friends that have Venus and Leo. And I tell you, the thing with the Leo I find is that they want, you need, if you, res- if they feel you respect them, you appreciate them and they feel loved, they'll do anything for you. Now, if they start mm-hmm. feeling disrespected and not that you're not loyal and that you don't appreciate them, 
they need to they need to hear the words that you love them and that that you're they're they're that they're that you're happy with them you know because they mm-hmm. they want you to they want to it's like this sense of like you said pleasure they want to have fun they want to have fun with you they want you to enjoy being with them and doing things they like and and making people happy you know i find that you know they shine like the sun you know when they're in love and they they just want to you know be um romantic and you know love affairs you know venus uh, venus and leo and leo rules that fifth house of of love and love affairs and pleasure and all those fun things and um and and they they love big they can love really big but they can get hurt too you know leo i always think of you know when you, you pet their their mane you know mm-hmm. tell them how special they are and then they will love you even more but if if you show discontent with them like they they don't always take criticism well you know in in love so if they mess up and you tell them it's going to hurt their ego a little bit you know, like, and they don't always mean to hurt you there. It's, I feel like they're not intentionally going to do things to hurt people in love, but sometimes, you know, they fire and, and they can get a little bit focused on what they want and stuff sometimes. And they may, may get in, you know, their partner, they may not think of the partner first because, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, well, I wanted to take you here and here and here because that's what I wanted to do. And the person's like, well, I don't like that. You know? So, so I think communication's good with a Leo and telling them what you like. You know, and then they'll do everything to make you happy because they they want they want to shine with you, and it's like, um, you know, this is my my partner, you know, and they want to yes. show, you know, yes. like royalty, like the, all. the king and queen of the you know coming into the to the party or whatever, and and uh, romantic. I mean, giving gifts is big for them. They they appreciate little things. You remembering the their birthday, um, mm-hmm. you know, getting them a card, remembering uh, Valentine's Day, you know, all those things. I find that some Venuses, especially Venus and Leo, some Venus signs really need to have those special occasions celebrated where others don't really care as much. You know, mm-hmm. I find that too a little bit, you know, because um, my you know, my husband and I are both uh, Venus in Virgo and it, it, he's like, don't get me anything for my birthday, you know, and he'll, and I'll tell him, don't get me anything for, for Valentine's Day. <laughs> So we're more like practical, like I'll just buy myself something I want you. So, and I told him we need to be more romantic. You know, I told my husband this, we're just like boring Virgo Venuses. You know, I mean, you know, and so, um, you know, what do you think about Virgo Venus? You know, we're, oh man, we're already at 1230. We got to get through these 12. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it goes quick. Venus is Virgo. I love all Virgo placements. I know online we get we get a lot of talk so <laughs> but I think of Venus and Virgo and love is just like somebody who wants to help you out simplistic yeah. um wants to help see you grow that's how I, I that's how I feel like a Venus and Virgo if you have someone with a Venus and Virgo yeah. that they like you is that they want to be in your space they want to know a little bit about you they yeah. um I think for and you could correct me if I'm wrong because you got it. Yeah, <laughs> a little picky, a little picky oh, yeah. in love. <laughs> yeah, picky. A one little thing. And yes. I remember being, and I never knew what it was. And I saw it. I've been seeing it with my clients that are Venus and Virgo. Like one little thing, they're like, "Listen, I'm not a. I don't like feet. I mean, I had somebody tell us if <laughs> toenails don't look good, I." I don't want nothing to do with them. I mean, I've had people like very specific Virgo, like detail, mm-hmm. like if someone, you know, the, 
just one thing will turn a Virgo Venus off where they're like, I don't, I can't, you know, it's funny. They don't like just anyone. So if they like you, that means you're really special to them because they're mm-hmm. pretty picky and they can be, have a high standard in love and, and they can kind of put people up on a pedestal too sometimes, I think, because they're, they're looking for like someone that's perfect, but no one's perfect and they, and they know they're not perfect. So they're hard on themselves. You know, Venus and Virgos are kind of hard on themselves, but they're loyal. They're an earth, an earth Venus. I find they're shy. You know, that was my biggest thing. I was always very shy because I mean, I mean, my son is Virgo, my Venus is Virgo, my Mercury, and then I'm a rising Virgo, but, but Venus and Virgo made me a little bit shy. And uh, I didn't readily tell people what I felt. I needed them to tell me they love me or like me first. So that mm-hmm. that's kind of Virgo thing. If you tell them first, then they'll open up and feel comfortable, but they're not going to be always be the bold one to say how they feel first. They're going to wait because <laughs> they want to make sure you feel the same way because they don't want to. Um, my daughter always says this. I, I live with three Virgos. My daughter and, and oh, husband wow. are both Virgo. My husband and I are born the same day, but he's five years older than me. Yeah. And it's why I dated him. It's why I met him on a blind date because my friend set me up, said he's born the same day. I'm like, okay, because I'd always dated Aries and it always ended in disaster. I mean, they broke my heart. <laughs> I love them, but they they killed me. They destroyed me, man. Heartbreak. And so um, I married a Virgo. My daughter's a Virgo. And she'll say, she'll say, ooh, like if I'm telling her something, she's like, oh, you know, and, and that that look that can, and she's that's like a Virgo. And uh, I'm like, what? She's like, it's just so emotional, you know, like she's and I see that from some Virgo Venuses. They don't really like like displays of affection, like mm-hmm. like public, like she doesn't want oh. me to touch her or try to hug her in public. And he and my husband's that way. He's like, no, I don't want to hold hands in public, like nothing. They're like, No, that's behind closed doors. You know, so to me, I find mm-hmm. like some Venus and Virgos are that way. They're very private, you know. And, and, and very deep that when they love you though, you know, Virgo Venuses get a bad rap. They really do, but they like to help you. So if they're, and and my husband does this to me all the time and I'm like, okay, he's a Venus. He's, this is his Virgo. I always tell myself, he, he's just trying to help, but sometimes I'll say, it just seems so critical. Like, you know, sometimes they can come across as critical um, or they're trying to change you or, or they're, they're pointing out all your flaws they can do that. But in their mind, they're not doing it to hurt you. They're trying, like you said, they want to make you grow. They want you to be better and they want to um, do everything to help you. So it's out of a good nature, but Mm -hmm. they can sometimes, you know, get that bad rap that they're, that they're too, um, you know, critical or controlling or, you know, things like that. Um, I feel like I'm not that, I'm not that way, but I think it's because I got a lot of Aries, uh, Aries moon and things that help me a little bit with it. But um, it's interesting. So yeah, Virgo Venuses, um, they're very committed and they don't, they're not going to do well with someone that they, they don't know how they feel because if someone's a little wishy-washy, their red flags are going to go up because they're like, they need to know and they need to feel settled. Like when they're with you and give their heart also intimacy can be hard for them. I find because they, they can, you know, well, they're, you know, the virgin, the pure, the purity and, and that, mm-hmm. that cautiousness with intimacy, uh, they need to really feel that, that you love them too, and that you're committed and because they're not going to just, 
um, give themselves to someone that they don't feel is serious. It's not serious. You know, they're not to me, not just a dating around type of person. You know what I mean? It's like, like they have like two, two long-term relationships their whole life and then they get married or they get married to their uh, high school sweetheart, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, that's kind of what I see with Venus and Virgo. They're writing in the chat. They're laughing at us. They're like, ha ha. Yeah, so <laughs> true, right? And um, and so like the next one, let's do, let's do the next one. Venus and Libra. Oh, perfect, right? <laughs> but, um, the ruler. <laughs> is a ruler. Idealistic. Um, another yeah. one of the intellectual signs. So they need to yeah. fall in love between their ears. Yeah. I feel like they're not so, even though it's Libra and Libra, Libra gets accused of being superficial a lot, but I feel like they can almost look past it if someone can speak to their mind in almost a, I wouldn't want to say fantasy way, but kind of feels like they're, oh, you have opened my mind to this whole new arena I never knew. I love you now. (laughs) Yeah. 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 uh, Libra is the one sign that's, it's been hard for me to figure Libra, Libra and Aquarius, those two, I think it's because they're they're air. And for me, you know, air, how do you know air's there? It's there, we breathe it, but you can't really grasp it, you know, fully. So uh, that's the one sign. If I can't really feel someone's energy, I know they have air, a strong air in their chart, Mm -hmm. you know, when I meet them. But uh, Libra Venus is like that, that peace and harmony. They yeah. don't like conflict, definitely in a relationship. They, they need, um, but in a, in a way, they also kind of crave that, a, someone that takes charge a little bit, because I think they are very much, you know, trying to balance and, and they can be indecisive. So it might be, I think they need a partner that's a little more um, confident than them and, and will make decisions you know, and they like that. Oh, okay. Like take charge because mm-hmm. they'll just kind of go with the partner because, you know, they rule partnership. They, they're they all about other people and what other people want, you know, and how can I make my partner happy? And um, that makes sense. Okay. She said, yeah, she love them. Don't, doesn't really tell anyone. Okay. So we got people in the chat. Cool. Yeah. Venus and Libras are artistic and creative too. I find in like very smart, you know, they have an artistic creative side. And then, then there's a lot of Libras I meet. They like knowledge. They like to read, study, learn, and kind of, kind of when they believe something, they're not going to change. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just amazing to me how, how they can be very calming. Like, I feel like Venus and Libra has a very, uh, just a very calming uh, energy. You know what I mean? And it's in that ruler there, you know, and, and they can be musical, you know, creative, artistic, have uh you know different talents and things like that um but i find you know sometimes you know with with love we tend to be drawn to our opposite you know mm-hmm. we can talk about that once we get through all the venus signs so yeah. let's do venus and scorpio what is your opinion of that and we'll get through these and uh that way we have about you know, about 20 minutes so we we can get oh. through these and, uh... well hello my fellow venus and scorpios out there <laughs> <laughs> We also get a bad rap online. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think. What is it? What's the bad rap? What What do you think is the most missing? The obsession part. Oh, okay. Obs- all, although 
Venus and Scorpios can absolutely take it there. <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. Uh, but <laughs> uh, I, it's the obsession part, the deep emotions. Yeah. Um, especially if you're coming from something of a more airy background, it can make you uncomfortable. Like very investigate, very prime, wants to know a lot about you, intense. But I think the best thing is if Venus and Scorpio have boundaries, meaning this is another one, kind of like almost hailing back to Taurus. Yeah. Like, what are we? Who are we to each other? Uh, no situationships here either. Um, and with those boundaries, I feel like with Venus and Scorpio can begin to trust the other person. Because if something's kind of like all over the air and you don't kind of know where you are, I think that's what triggers our, us Venus and Scorpios to, <laughs> to start doing the investigation. Yes, right? <laughs> you like, start digging deep. You start, start digging. opening up. You start trying to open up Pandora's box to yes. get all the secrets to come out. <laughs> You're like yes. a detective, like a like a, a Googling people, looking at their, you know, finding out more. Um, yes. Yeah, that, 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 that need to to really know someone fully because to me, you know, it's that eighth house energy, you know, because Scorpio rules the eighth house and then Venus. I mean, love, it's like all about having trust and deep intimacy with someone. And for a Venus and Scorpio has to have trust. I mean, I would say, right, before you can be like, oh, be, yeah. or share your vulnerable secrets. Like, I find like Venus and Scorpios are good at getting everyone to tell you their secrets. Like everyone like wants to tell you everything, but you don't mm -hmm. always share what you really feel and so people don't know they just see like the surface they don't get deep until you really get to know people and then trust and, and trust them and then the venus and scorpio can let their passion out and and they're they're uh they can be very i mean you i would say you don't want to mess with the venus and scorpio you know it reminds me of uh you know well you know there's a lot of movies out there um you know what's the one a uh, fatal attraction, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, listen, um, that that's a Venus and Scorpio scorned. Okay, um, so you got to be careful because they are just very. Um, when they love, they love very deeply, and when they get hurt, they can feel very betrayed. And mm -hmm. they can. The thing that's cool though about Scorpio energy, I don't, and I think it's just the eighth house too. And and tell me if this is how you've been in in your relationships. I find that Venus and Scorpio people tell me that they're able just to to cut people off if they need to, like a, like they can easily. Where like a Venus and Virgo or a Venus and Pisces, it's hard for them to to get unhealthy people out of their life or to break up with people that aren't good for them. But I find like Venus and Scorpio is like, oh no, I'm not I'm not getting cheated on. I'm not getting lied to. You lie to me once, you're done. I've had some of them tell me like, well, I felt like they did a white lie. And now I can't date them anymore. And I'm like, well, did, I really liked them, but I just can't trust them. You know, they'll tell me that. And I, I think so. Yeah. Like, it's weird because yeah. it's still a water sign, you know, like the emotions are still there. Yes. And even if a Venus and Scorpio still say if something like that horrible happens, yeah. if they still continue to date that person, you could best believe that incident is yeah. still in the back of their mind and it's going to be present all the time. They're going to look for it. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's more of I for I forgive, but I have not forgotten, and it's right here. <laughs> forgive, but they don't forget. That is yeah. so, so true. And I, you know, I'm always just amazed. That's why I love Eighth House. I love Scorpio people and 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 just their ability to to self-protect. I think they have this innate survival instinct, you know, and they're the phoenix, that phoenix energy. Um, sometimes they can go through a lot of a heartache and loss and, and love and relationships. I find they have a lot, they have a little bit of a wound when it comes to love, you know? Absolutely. And also because with Scorpio, when you first meet them, they can kind of fool you, you know, because they're not so open. So you might think, oh, this person might be an air sign. They might be a little bit more cool. And then when they feel comfortable and open up, the other person's like, wait, that's not what I got wanted from the beginning. (laughs) I thought you were this way, but now you're this way. So it can definitely lead to a bunch of um, heartache (laughs) for for Venus and Scorpios. And and I think... I think Venus and Scorpios can like heal and transform and become stronger as a person through, through love, through having those, those heartache situations. And, and then they know what's good for them. They know what they, what they need and want in their life. You know, it's really that eighth house energy, secretive, private, um, don't trust fully until they really, you prove it. You got to really prove it to them, you know, I think. And then they're loyal and they'll do anything for you. You know what I mean? And, and then, you know, when, when you look at Venus and Sag, you know, let's get through the next couple. We're, we're, we're running out of time. Venus and oh. Sag, you know, to me, they're like the adventurer, you know, the free spirit, the, the philosopher, you know, they, they love to learn. They love to travel. They love to explore. Um, and the thing that I find in charts when people have Venus and Sag, and, and let me know if you see this. I find that a lot of them are attracted and drawn to people that are from a different country, culture, or background than them. So they're not going to want to, they don't fall in love with someone that looks like them, acts like them from their hometown. They're going to fall in love with someone that's very different. And, and, and they don't even know it sometimes that that might be why they're not meeting people. I've seen this, you know, where they can't find a relationship. Yes. Like, I, like you said, not from your hometown. I couldn't imagine, like, a Venus and Scorpio, uh, not Scorpio, Sagittarius, meeting their special person who lives next door to their childhood home in the same, <laughs> you know, market that they've always been to. Yeah. It's like, you need to go somewhere else. Go yes. a couple towns over. Yes. Become almost like a local somewhere else <laughs> from where you live to yes. find love. And then also that freedom, somebody else who I think almost like Gemini, like if you're going to be with a Venus and Sagittarius, yeah. you need to be independent and not clingy, relying upon them for everything. Uh, because I feel like they like it kind of like an equal partnership a bit. And yeah, being with somebody who's always wants to be in their space. Now they can't do the things they want. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have the freedom anymore. So they need their freedom. Exactly. And then, you know, with Venus and Capricorn, um, man, I've known a lot of them. Uh, and, and my, I think my brother, my brother has Venus and Capricorn. I know a lot of people with it. And, you know, that's an earth, an earth mm-hmm. Venus, but they can be shy to me. They can be, um, have a high standard. Like, you know, they, they want a certain type of partner that's going to benefit them. 
And that's with Capricorn because they want someone that's successful. They want someone that, that, that works, that makes, you know, independent, makes money. I mean, you know, these are some things yeah. like Venus and Capricorns need because they need security. You know, they're looking for that stability because it's an earth Venus and they want someone that, you know, sometimes a little bit more traditional in love. You know, I find, I find that Venus and Capricorns, you know, they want to marry someone that's more like them traditional, but then they, mm-hmm. they also have another side to them that they like relationships are a little bit of a challenge that are not that are opposite of them and so then you know the person's not really I find the best match for them and I'm like listen it's not compatible but I just I just can't forget them I can't get over it and they know they're not good for them but they just like that they're so fun and social and outgoing Mm -hmm. because of Venus and Capricorn's more private and shy and a little bit more reserved and and has a hard time showing their love and their emotions in a in a sensitive way. They they'll like to maybe buy you something, take you out to dinner, take the trash out, help with the kids, you know, do practical things to show they love you. And and the emotional side can can be a challenge sometimes, I think, for them. Yeah, it's almost like a little bit different than like Venus and Virgo. That's like Venus and Virgo's there, like I can help you, but like Venus and Capricorn showing their love is like I did it for you. Yes. It's done. the The food's in the fridge. There's money's in the bank. Yes. You can just come home, and everything is finished. Yes. And then you appreciate. You say thank you, honey. And then yes. <laughs> Venus and Capricorn is happy. <laughs> yes. They they like to be, um, you know, appreciated and respected and mm-hmm. and cherished and and they got a sensitive side, you know, because I always find like Capricorns like. Uh, one foot in water, you know, the water go water and earth. Mm-hmm. They got, they, to me, they have a very sensitive side Capricorn Venuses do, but they, they don't always know how to show it. You know what I mean? They don't always know how to show it. And, and, but man, you know, Capricorn, they will, they will do anything for those they love. And I find sometimes they like the, they can also fall in love with people that are a little bit um, of the underdog. You know, they mm-hmm. like people that that things didn't come easy for them. You know, they respect yeah. people that worked hard or or went through hard situations in life. They, you know, kind of that grit. I find that they mm-hmm. they like people like that and they tend to fall in love with people that may be a little bit rough around the edges, you know, um, and but they they trust them, you know, because they respect that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of energy. And then um, Capra, let's see, Venus in Aquarius. So we got Aquarius and Pisces. Let's try to hit them real quick before we have like four minutes or so. Five minutes. Oh, Venus and Aquarius. I think you need to figure out, do you have a Saturn Venus in Aquarius or Uranus Venus in Aquarius? (laughs) Um, Because they're kind of like Gemini. Like they can be in different kind of relationships, um, open marriages, open Mm -hmm. kind of things going on. Non-traditional. Non-traditional. Yes. But there's still something like with the Saturnian with them is that they'll stay with you for the long haul. So even if they're doing non-traditional, they're still, they don't want to leave. They don't want to just pick up and go kind of like a Gemini that Gemini can do it. But Aquarius, they still want to stick around, even in (laughs) non-traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the Venus, I've known a few, I know a couple of Venus and Aquariuses and, and one uh, was someone I used to work with and they also had the moon in Aquarius, but, but they, um, they, they were single, 
like for a long, long, like they, a long time. And, and they're like, yeah, I just really, I don't really want to get married. And, and I find that a lot of people with Aquarius energy tell me that like, like, it's not that they don't love people or have relationships, but they, you know, they're more like maybe not live together and have a relationship could mm-hmm. be you know, something non-traditional or, or live together and never marry because to them, they're like, well, marriage is just a piece of paper. A lot of them tell me that, right. They're like, you know, it's just, it's just a structure or rules. You know, they're kind of rebels a little bit. Like they mm-hmm. question authority, you know, they question tradition. Well, why do we have to do it like that? Why do I have to get married for real in a church? Or, you know, why can't I be date two people at the same time or have a common law mm-hmm. marriage or, you know, whatever. And, um, but I find that they, they also, they really need their freedom and independence. Like yeah. they need to be trusted to do what they, and, and they love to learn and talk and communicate very intellectual, like you said, and they're humanitarian. I find that Venus and Aquarians kind of like Venus and Gemini, they tend to fall in love with friends, you know, cause they rule friendship yeah. groups and social situations and they're networkers, you know, to me, they're linking. Oh yeah. I know this personal, let me link you here. You know, they're, and they can be a little detached from their mm-hmm. emotions and sometimes you may not really know how they feel about you because it's hard to grasp Aquarius energy in my mind. Like, I'm like, I just can't, like, I can feel Gemini. I can feel Libra, mm-hmm. but with Aquarius Venus, sometimes it's a little harder to, to, to grasp them. And then, but they, 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 uh, they love to help people and they love to uh, fall in love with their friends, you know, people that have mm-hmm. common interests. They're innovative, they're creative, they're imaginative, you know, they scientific, smart, intelligent. And then they like people that are also intelligent, I find. And then mm-hmm. Venus and Pisces. Venus and Pisces, what what do you think here about them? Dreamy, dreamy. Yeah. The fantasy. I, you know, a movie I think about, this might be a little bit too literal, but I'm going to say no, this. No, no, no. Uh, Shape of Water that came out a couple of years ago. It's oh, about yeah. this woman who's uh, mute. So she can't speak and she falls in love with that fish. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's something that's so it's so fantastical and outrageous, but still still whimsical and beautiful. That's what I think about like Venus and Pisces. Yeah. Um they want somebody that they can put on the pedestal though. Uh, so they have to watch out for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, idealistic. It, it it's yeah. like that to me, I got Venus in the twelfth house. So sometimes I feel like I am a Venus in Pisces, at least in my younger days, I definitely felt more like a Venus in Pisces. Now that I'm older and wiser and and I got my heart broke several times, now I am just feeling very um, connected to, you know, the more practical Venus uh, in Virgo. Mm -hmm. But man, when I was younger, I'm listening to like Chicago, you know, back in the the 80s, you know, all of the... When I was in love, mm-hmm. I'd listen and replay these love songs. And I always had relationships that were long-term. Like my first boyfriend was two years. My second was four years. My third was three years, you know, and then I ended up getting married. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I just really was all about finding a soulmate. And, you know, I find that, you know, a lot of Pisces, Venus of Pisces and 12th house people believe in soulmates and twin flames and all that. I, I finally got over that and I realized no, I, I don't believe in that, but I used to, and it got me hurt real bad because you, you know, I think Pisces, Venus can see the good in people and they have those rose colored glasses on and then they don't always see the red flags. Like people would tell, I mean, I can tell Venus and Pisces red flags. I had red flags as a 12th house Venus, 
and I didn't listen. I'm like, no, no, they would, they're, no, they're nice. They would never do that. And, and just some shocking things. And I just had blinders on, you know, mm-hmm. and I find that they do that when they really uh, fall in love. And another thing I find, and this is a Venus in the 12th house thing too, Venus and Pisces can fall in love with people that have pain, people that are mm-hmm. wounded, people that have problems, addiction, all these things. And then they want to help them. You know, and sometimes I think I learned that that Pisces energy, um, what it is, it's not always love. What it is, is you you feel their pain and and you want to and, and it makes it feel like it's a deep karmic soulmate thing. But really, they got to learn to have boundaries, boundaries with people and really get to know them and not just go, you know, that romanticism kind of learning to balance, right? The practical with the romantic side. And, and that'll keep them from getting their heart broke, you know, and they are, they love, love, you know, anything romantic music, you know, uh, very, very intuitive, very spiritual about love, I find, but they can also feel like a victim, like a martyr, you know what I mean, that, that energy, I think Venus and Pisces, what do you think, what have you seen with those Venus and Pisces folks? The fantasy. I, I just, I'll just keep saying it. It's the fantasy. It's, it's, but it's different than a fantasy of like Venus and Leo, like at you know a beautiful restaurant kind of deal. It's like a fantasy of like you're being picked up into the cosmic spheres and, and traveling through the stars. Like they want to feel that one of one. Yeah. And when they think they found that one of one, it can just their eyes become large. They become Yes. enthralled and like you said they can you know experience huge disappointments when somebody falls off of that yeah. oh yeah it it I find that you know their greatest lessons come through love I think love yeah. and, and 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 heartache you know because you know Pisces rules the 12th house which has to do with you know idealism but also suffering loneliness yeah. you know loss and so I find that a lot of them have relationship um, problems, you know, hurts and, 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 and they have sometimes can have a pattern of, 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 of trying to take care and help somebody, you know, they fall in love with people that need their help. And then they can feel like they're giving, 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 and then no one's given to them. Like they're, no one's loving them unconditionally, like they love other people. So it's like this, this unconditional love thing that they have. And, and, and I always tell Venus and 12th house people, the same thing, um, is that they need to learn to love themselves first and that they're their own soulmate. That's what I would tell to Venus and Pisces. Mm-hmm. You're your own soulmate and love and be that for you first. And then, then look for a relationship and then have that and have the blinders and more of a, a realistic, you know, it's balancing the Virgo and the Pisces energy, balancing the practicalism with the, with the romanticism. And we got like one minute left. This is crazy. Oh, wow. Now we made it through. It so, went so fast. I'm gonna have to have you back, and we'll we'll do Venus through the sign through the houses. Houses, we'll yeah. Because because that is really um, another piece of this. Uh, everybody listening is that you know we went through Venus in the sign, but now we got to look at the next show. We'll do Venus in the houses and how that love is expressed in different areas of life where you might find your love partner. Right? Is if Venus is in the tenth house, it could be through your work through the public, through your career. If Venus is in um, the sixth house, it could be through, you know, uh, your work as well, coworkers, 
uh, your routines, you know, maybe you go running every day at the park and you run into somebody, right? So, you know, we mm-hmm. can talk about those cool ways that you find a love partner um, on another show. I, I will definitely I would love to. I would definitely have back. So, you know, as we're going, uh, one minute, you know, is really longer than you think. So tell us a little bit um, how people can find you. And you do astrology consultations, right? As well. Yes, I do. I do natal uh, astrology. Okay. Self-awareness is a superpower. It's a, a beautiful tool. So I focus on natal. And you can find me on Instagram at the Mercurial Earth Astro. Perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. So please reach out to her. And, and I'm going to have her back. And Shay said, I'm a Venus in Pisces. I resonated with this. Thank you both. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. We got about 11 people watching live on my YouTube channel. So they've been uh, posting in there, but no, it's great. I think what we'll do is um, I'll have you back on and we'll, we'll go through Venus through the houses and, and give different uh, tips and maybe get some people to call in. I had a couple of people, I think they were a little shy, you know, to call in. I find that with Venus and love, people get a little private with it. You know, they may not Mm want to tell us uh, a lot live, but uh, I think, um, you know, this is great. I really appreciate you being on the show today and um, all of the different things that we got to talk about. And I think they loved everybody saying they loved it. And so thank you so much for, for being my guest. And, and I'm definitely want to have you back. This was fun. Thank you. And yes, I would love to come back and talk about the houses and hopefully those people give us a call in too. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I think, I think we're, I think we're going to wrap up now. So everybody, thanks for joining. Uh, This is Deep Soul Divers Astrology. You can visit my website, karmaturnershot.com and would love you to uh, check out my books. My newest book, Phoenix is an Angels. It's all about the eighth and 12th houses. Uh, So thanks for joining and we'll see you next show.